sync. All right, we should be good to go. Yep, we're good. Um, perfect. So number one, <laughs> number one in cornholio. <laughs> That's who I want to be. Shit. Oh, you oh, want to be cornholio? Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. Because it's the cornea virus. Lake Titty Kaka? <laughs> yes, Lake Titty Kaka. Okay. <laughs> virus from Lake Titty Kaka. <laughs> it's perfect. Hold on. Let me do I this am cornholio. <laughs> Are you touching me? Number one. Coronavirus? You got any cornholio? Kaka. Todd. Um. Alright, I'll be B butthead. And you are Cornholio. <laughs> so stupid, I love it. Fucking ridiculous. Got it. Okay, cool. How's the light on my end? Too dark? Better with this light? No, it's good. It's good how it is. All right. Yeah, you're good. I need to do fucking get one fucking ring lights. Yeah, I got one of them ring lights, and then you know I replaced all those light bulbs. Right. Make it a little bit brighter as we record the video content for the masses. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 We're good. Uh, right. Where are we? Where are we from? Lake Titicaca. <laughs> okay, Lake Titicaca. I, I do think you should do an update on Kakarot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're gonna talk about it. All right, cool. cool. Like, yeah, we we with it. So we're just doing kind of a free form conversation since the apocalypse has been on both of our minds. So. No, no, you're going to take full responsibility for this subject, but we're going to get into it. Perfect. Perfect. All right, just breathe in. Right. Breathe out. All right, I'm ready at any time. Luke. Luke, I am Luke. your father. I am the great Cornholio. <laughs> Freak yeah. Alright, I'm ready. Alright, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Alright, here we go. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Two, You'll four, never four, have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast at Lake Titty Kaka. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Butthead Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Cornholio Fortner. What's going on, man? No much, man. I was finna clown and be straight up like, you know, the corn. Oh, but we're gonna we from the lake or Lick Titty Kaka. <laughs> It's just so childish. I miss Beavis and Butthead so much. Oh, 
man. I, <laughs> I am the great Cornolio. <laughs> I need TP for my Are you touching me? There we are, son. Man, do you remember the... That was the big controversy. Beavis and Butthead was the biggest controversy in the world back when it first came out. Uh, especially, man, like, just like... The, nobody had ever seen a cartoon like that before. Not quite like that. I mean, Heavy Metal came out in the 80s, but it wasn't quite Beavis and Butthead level of stupidity and insanity. And then the music videos, where they would just make fun of everybody and everything. Nothing was safe. Nothing was safe. I miss Beavis and Butthead, man. Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy how I foresaw the, the opiate crisis in America mm-hmm. based on the core Holio uh, character. But now, nah, all jokes aside, man, it's it's... It's it's fun to do this again, man. I, I, I want to ask you first, man. How you feeling today? How you doing, man? You know I saying? I am good, dude. I am actually really good. Um, it's been one of those like very tiring weeks. Like I actually was supposed to get on the game last night with Bob, and I was so exhausted. I did the ultimate lazy man, where I came home from dinner with the wife. I bought Heavy Metal magazine and I was reading it. And then I went to go sit down and play some games. And I sat down on the couch and I got all comfortable. And then I was going to get up and put the Monster Hunter World disc in. But Judgment was already in and I was like, I'm not getting up. So I'm just going to play Judgment right now. That's exactly what happened. It's been an exhausting long week. How has your week been? How has your week been? It's been great. It's been Good. a great week, Good. especially considering let's we go let's get straight into it. Normally we do a round table or you know where we discuss this topic, we do, you know, what we've been playing, the news, not in that particular order is actually, you know, backwards probably, but uh or we do like a top 7. This week is an interesting week because Bryant brought up a, a good fact that I didn't know about and it had to do with the doomsday clock reaching 100 seconds to midnight and it's that means it's according to world scientists it's the closest point in what since the end of the cold war yeah where yeah. a whole bunch of different factors i.e like nuclear war uh global warming you know global pandemic we the closest based on uh scientists you know what i'm saying whoever they are uh to to <laughs> some fucked up happening and becoming <laughs> dinosaurs um you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't see. I don't. I didn't see uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson there, so I don't know how much I'll build now yet. Well, but I mean, but Bill now did like turn the world and and, and like yeah. on, on fire. It's just actually fucking hilarious. Where's yeah. fucking Captain Planet? But anyway, so you brought That's that who I want. and then we were just like, okay, let's talk about post-apocalyptic games and everything like that. You know what I mean? And and whatever's going on. And then come to find out, like the next day, the coronavirus existed, and I was like, damn, thank God I don't drink. Corona, but you know, so it was just like shit. Fuck it. How about we have, uh, you know, just a conversation, man, and just switch it up, have a good time. <laughs> I mean, I'm in here with my skip the tutorial hoodie on, you know, looking like Beavis. I, I, I probably need to get a skip the tutorial hat. We need to get into that. Type yeah, of shit. yeah, we need to get those STT hats rolling. Shout out to Dewey. Shout out to Dewey. Uh, but yeah, man, we just want to hang out with our people, man, and talk about some shit. Fuck off. Because the number one rule of the format, if you've gotten to this point, and thank you for getting to this point, is we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yep. It's just about bringing, a, you know, good people together, having a good conversation, man, talking about games and, you know, whatever. Yeah, bringing things together. This is, like, 
like booty cheeks. Yes, yes, bring it together like booty cheeks. It's the best plan. Um, but yeah, man, like I was thinking about it myself and just the, you know, normally we would do, like you said, we get together, we talk about what we've been playing, the news, a round table, or we do a top seven. This week just felt right for kind of a free form. Like we haven't done a free form in a long time. Like we've done them before, but it's been a while since we've done one. And so I think it's time to actually get down to the free form, the, the science the science of what makes a good conversation. And you're right, man. Like this hundred seconds to midnight. I saw that on the news the other day. That's the first time. And then, you know, talk about the coronavirus popping up all of a sudden out of nowhere. And they're, they're projecting like potentially could kill like 36 million people worldwide. And just like, well, the, the simulation we already talked about, it was 65, but 65. Also, I didn't know. The crazy yeah. thing is how dope it was. Like how it ties into like our post-apocalyptic, Especially video games, input specifically, but just maybe in entertainment in, in general, like our fascination with that, yeah, and and why I kind of try to explore that kind of conversation as well with like the real life shit that's going on, you know. I think it's. I so. I agree. Like there is a fascination with it, right? Like you think about like the movies and the video games and the medium. Like just start with like TV shows, right? Like how big was The Walking Dead for a while? That show was huge. And that's all about that zombie apocalypse survival style. Like even the, the the Telltale series, the Walking Dead game, they came out and they got another, they had a Walking Dead spinoff and they got another one that's happening right now. And so there's something about like, you know, the idea of the apocalypse. I think what it is, especially in those apocalyptic scenarios, and we'll get to it with the games and stuff like that. I think what fascinates us is how we would survive. Like, you know, thinking about being the last survivor and like, there's something kind of peaceful to the, you remember I am legend with, uh, with Will Smith. Of course she would use that. <laughs> I remember the original I am legend with the old white dude that was Dracula that whose name dude, should not be spoken. The Omega man. You talking about the Omega man. Nah, with, yeah. Yeah. With I Charles Heston, Char yeah, Charlton I'm, Heston. I'm just being an ass. Bro. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> and there's one right before that. It's called the last man on earth. With Vincent Price. Right. It's all based off the same story. That's the one. Last Man on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking of. The Last Man on Earth. I love that movie, man. I think The Last Man on Earth was basically what I Am Legend was was more... Yeah. An adaptation of... That's not the right word, but you know what I'm talking about, Broski. Yeah, it's all based off that Richard Matheson uh, story, I Am Legend. Because, um, you know, it turns out at the end of the book, you know, he's not actually like he's killing the next evolution of humanity and he's really the only last man alive. And it depends on what story you're your or version of that, because the Omega Man with Charlton Heston that came out in the 70s, like that's that story, except it's pretty clear he's the antagonist from the beginning. He's just like busting in their hideouts while they're trying to sleep and he's just killing them while they're just sitting there trying to sleep and hide from the daylight. But it was the seventies. So all the vampires were like dressed out in seventies gear and it was pretty cool. But I think there's like this like fascination with survival, like what it takes to survive and would we be the survivor? And there's also a weird like peacefulness to it. Think about it because there's some people who like wish for that stuff to happen. They like want it to happen. They want to be the last because they just get so tired of the daily grind and stuff like that. And it can beat you down a little bit. Right. And you know, what I'm just realizing this is what I love about our show as much as we might try to discuss it. And sometimes, you know, whatever, like try to see, okay, well, what's the topic? Like we discussing, this is how we get here. 
it, when we start recording, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I, I didn't realize that you'd uh, been reading Metal Magazine lately, and I know some <laughs> other shit that's been going on in your life, so no wonder you're sitting up here looking for fucking doomsday clocks. I personally was trying to dig into a little book that my sister got me. It's kind of more of a journey. journal called Zen as Fuck. It's by Monica Sweeney, and I've been listening to Alan Watts a lot lately because of the Snodsberries tasting like Snodsberries. So I hadn't really just been focusing on that type of shit, even though I know that it's there. You know what I'm saying? One more shout out that I love to reference at all times. Uh, shout out that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What is the number one rule of the galaxy, my friend? Don't panic. So with that fucking said, should we panic is the question. Do no. we survive? Is, is the stereotype correct that, you know, motherfuckers like us would actually be the first ones to die? And, you know, what is a STT tribe possible, you know what I'm saying, game plan? Does it include a Bootyist Bunker? Shout out to Bootyist Bob. I'm sure he can help us out with that. We need to put a game plan together, people, possibly, is what I'm trying to say, too. So if that comes out of the conversation, you got some suggestions. I got a few, you know, maybe to help us potentially survive. Or is it, you know, or is there hope? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I don't know, man. We're gonna see where this motherfucking conversation goes. I'm probably still want to talk a little bit about DBZ. We still gonna talk about regular games a little bit, but yeah, for know, sure. It's for it's sure. just our weekly thing, bro. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a free form kind of style. We'll do that, man. Like we're we're gonna talk a lot about like what it looked like in the STT in the STT tribe during the apocalypse. Some of our favorite games as far as any type of like apocalyptic, post apocalyptic doomsday scenarios scenarios however you pronounce it but i do i i am curious because i bought kakarot this week and i'm i'm wanting an update because i haven't played it yet and i really need to so i know you've been playing it and been on it this week so i was kind of curious like how are you still feeling it you still enjoying it is it is it living up to the expectations and is it like inner inner is it waking up your inner child that's kind of my question for you on that one All right epstein didn't kill himself also, before I get into Kakarot, uh, we true. have a YouTube channel now, so please like and subscribe it and hit the bell thing. I think that's what I see all the time when I watch yeah, YouTube. Fuck like it. You know what I'm bell. saying? If you're fucking with the YouTube shit, please check us out. You can see me looking like Cornholio with the Stephen A. Harris uh, hairline and looking like young DC Fly from How High 2. Just, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a fun time, and thank you for listening. But Kakarot. All right, so I mean, bro, like I, I told you, man, I, it's kind of it ties into something that came up into the group conversation. Like, do I do you regret buying games, or what's the first games that you regret, or what is the games that you regret buying most? I think that was the question. Yeah, I mean, we may delve off into that, like in this own episode at a later time. For sure, Try to reach out. You know what I'm saying? Also, don't forget about iTunes reviews and YouTube shit. We place for that shit. But like, I don't really stay on the side of regretting games anyway because i yeah. don't really spend a lot of time on ahead of time as part of the skip the tutorial culture part of it for my side of it like why you know even waste your time on negative shit um what i think about is how much i am enjoying it it is something about it as a dragon ball z fan overall that the the highs of the game help you to overlook the lows and when i see certain rushed reviews that come out about the game yeah I, you know, I, I think to myself, I'm like, man, some of these game reviewers, like, what would they would have thought of the game if they would have got some head first? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if they were a little bit more relaxed and they didn't want 15 other games downloading? Because I'm having a bit of a different experience. Like, I think IGN, if you want, like, a in-depth, full 
view of the game. I think IGN had one of the better reviews. I think they rated it a seven out of ten. But he, just across the board, he played it fair. all the way through. Correct. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a fair. If you're gonna go to rating round, I think that's <coughs> uh, as far as like just experience. I, I okay, I'll put it to you this way: I haven't played anything else this week other than I've only had time to play Kakarot. I've been enjoying it. I spent. I'm I'm disappointed with the side missions. That's a common thing, and that's a real thing. It's the RPG aspect of the game is where the game, you know, if you want to look at where the failure comes in, it's there. You know what I'm saying? But yep. it, it, it feels like the Dragon Ball Z series. It feels like they're all lulls in the gameplay, and you're just waiting to try to get to that episode. You're trying to build up and try to get to Vegeta, and then you surpass that hump, and then it's like this lull. And then, you know, you got to do stupid shit. Like, I legitimately had to, I didn't have to. I never like looking up shit. The only other game since we've been recording this that I will admit that I looked up was on Fallen Order trying to find that double-edged sword yeah, for sure. ahead of time, right? But my old lady was trying to find this fucking Royal Tomato because it's just this unnecessary side mission, but I just refuse to not do it, and I'm generally not the completionist. Yeah. But I spent a lot of time trying to find this Royal Tomato, and I probably shouldn't have let the Snaz beers taste like Snaz beers. I had fluck, fucked around. It was something very simple. But she ended up not being able to find it either, and she ended up looking it up. And we spent time to do that. And that's like the lull in the game for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you're asking me if I'm enjoying it, absolutely I'm enjoying it. Now, do I see myself after I finish this game spending any more time with this game? No. Is this a perfect game by any means? No. Is it the best comprehensive Dragon Ball Z experience that I've had so far? Possibly. As far as immersion, depending on your choice. The combat seems very button mashy, and I said that initially, but there are intricacies in it. If that if you want to find it there, you can. It's really based on your perspective. You know what I'm saying? Um, is it a sixty dollar game? That's that's I still would say for the most part, for most people. You know, wait on the sale or go to go to Walmart route. If you're a big fan, at least save yourself yeah. to ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't regret buying Death Stranding because, like, I could put the case on my wall. I'm saying, but um, yeah. I mean, like, did you have any specific things that you wanted me to try to address at this point with it? Since you hadn't had a chance to fuck what I know, you've been doing judgment. Yeah, no, nah, man. I, I think you've addressed it. It was it was really the side missions um, concern and that combat issue that I was reading about that I wanted to kind of get your take off of. So I guess I, the big question is: Does the story stuff does it overtake enough of the game for it to you know the positives outweigh the benefit or the absolutely the like a, absolutely a thousand percent? And then like I'm thinking about the post apocalyptic game. I was like, technically, motherfucker. This is apocalyptic game. So one of the things we need to do is just get our training up and learn how to fucking fight. Get that key motherfucking power up. And then when the radiation hits, you just as fucking super saiyan. That's a positive way to look at it. I might be able to get instant transmission. You know what I'm saying? I want an instant transmission release instantly. Fuck instant. It. You know what I'm saying? Instant. Who thought we would have made it this long? A motherfucker's turning like into that. Avatar or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, like that. That's a. It, but that's the question too. I'm put that out to the tribe. Would the tribe consider? Dragon Ball Z, a post-apocalyptic, I mean, repeated apocalypse. This is like every time Vegeta hit a Gatling gun, it's a motherfucking nuclear bomb going off. You know what I mean? It is. Then, hold on. To go back, man, let me put this question out there because I watched Pandemic. I know this is going to come down. This is supposed to come out later in the conversation, bro. But on some real shit, I was thinking about the shit with the coronavirus. It's just really fucked up. You know, maybe we can dig into that a little bit deeper later. But 
really i was listening to it and i had just finished listening to this, this pandemic uh documentary that's on netflix right now i watched the shit the day before they were just talking about you know pandemic flu and everything else and i was thinking to myself man you know what i mean like you said that simulation they ran it three months ago 65 million people could potentially die like that's a crazy heavy number you know and then i thought about the pandemic episode that i had just finished watching it was 50 to 100 million people that had died in 19 from that flu thing but it was 1.8 billion people according to the documentary there and today it's 7.8 billion so i was just like shit 65 million that ain't that many <laughs> just don't let me be part of the number yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's a so real more thing. to the story build a wall man back to the original motherfucking plan Build a wall with a dome on it, call it Project Home with a motherfucking sneeze guard, and keep that Wuhan poop juice away from us. That's some bullshit. I don't give a fuck who do it. Build a goddamn biodome bubble. That's the moral to the store. So we could train, stock up on sisu beans, and make sure the shit be good. Because goddamn. With a sneeze guard? Like it's a golden corral. You know what, though? I think Golden Corral should buy your naming rights to the United States. It just seems appropriate. It just seems nah, appropriate. Man. 65 million? No, bro. 65 it's a lot, million. Man. It's some old zombie apocalypse type shit, man. This would be an interesting one to kind of tie in some of these games. But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's that's what, like, Drac- with Kakarot, I've been, I've been really, I'm still having a good time. I'm really looking forward to running through this saga and finishing out again. Uh, and I think as a Dragon Ball fan, if not now, at some point, it's just for the culture. It's it's a dope thing to support and just own and have. It's a, it, it does give you that Saturday morning feel. It really does. You lose you you will lose time trying to play that game. It, it'll get repetitive and everything else. But the character models are dope, and it's just uh, like once you get used to the the flight and it, it makes sense. You know, it, it's just a lot of fun to be had in it. Just I, one suggestion I would make to you: don't waste time. On a lot of the side shit, like okay. if you don't you don't have to go fit. Like you, you're gonna hear that, and it's supremely true. I spent 47 minutes trying to find a royal motherfucking tomato, which also I found a sunken ship and did a whole bunch of other shit, and I got like eight thousand dollars, eight thousand XP approximately, and it, it, for just completing the main mission, I got like twenty one thousand XP. Like it's it's built like that. It's not that crucial. You know what I'm saying? Run away from fights if you if you don't feel like fighting. Just unlock the enemy. And you know, fly fast away and escape. Don't sit there wasting time just doing a bunch of shit. You're gonna want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when you start playing, because I'm not, I told you we'll talk about this throughout. You know what I mean? It's just funny how I'm telling you, Tazi, spoke a lot post-apocalyptic shit. We'll talk more about how the emblems work. I'm starting to kind of figure that out. But hopefully, I'll have this one wrapped up relatively soon, or you know, get enough juice out of it. Because I'm still like, what's the next big game that's coming out that you're looking at? Doom Eternal. To Right, I mean so, that's and know. that's that's in March, March twentieth. Right. It's going right. to be Doom Eternal and um, uh, the game that I love so much, Animal Crossing, for the Switch. It's going to be the next couple of big games. They came out on the same day. Uh, right, man, but oh, one more thing, man, one more thing to go back to a game review with some of them needing here, man. That's bootyist law. That's bootyism law. If you yeah. Want to tell you. I mean, look, and I and see this is the thing. Let me clarify, man, because. I think, you know, we can never forget the power of the Buddhism, and, and, and that is a part of the tribe. Shout out to Jared Bates for, for making that design. Shout out to Buddhist Bob. It's a reason for that. You know, I know my mother and my father secretly hate that I reference that shit as religious people. I'm just picking. I'm not, like, out here really trying to proclaim this. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to sprinkle a little Egyptian booty juice on us like the Greeks and the Romans did. That's all, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's some math. 
to the to the to the maniacness. You know what I'm saying? Some, so yeah, shout out to our booty. So yeah, some game reviewers get a little bit ahead before you give your review. Booty is law. That's what I, I was gonna say. Before you go to the keyboard, make sure you take care of yourself first. I'm just saying. Just hey man, and that front butt shit that you brought up earlier <laughs> this week. Cause, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect intended, but I got I was just like, man, that's some white people shit. Once once my girl confirmed the shit that it like cause I could have swore to God. I was like, man, have you ever heard of front butt, baby? She was just like, I have. <laughs> I was like, damn. The fuck? And I thought I had heard all forms. Like, I joke and we kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, because... And it's cause the least about... sexy term. It is right. the and, least sexy term. And it's funny that we bring up, like, okay, the bootyism shit, talking about apocalypse nature. Like, to end the house, like, we joke about it, but it does have some roots in the idea that, you know, cavemen will worship women as guys because they can create life and just bootyism, like the booty. Like, it's something, like, from a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, God, the God used to be the woman, you know what I mean? So that's that's what's kind of joking about it, and and especially when like tribalism was at its highest, uh, and it's kind of fine. It's kind of funny that we find ourselves with all this technology going back to in- Instagram to find a booty. That's like, everything. Blows up. Everything that's been developed in time is just f- better and bigger ways to find the booty. That's world. That's what it. But it's nothing. Why do you think they called treasure booty in the in the pirate times? I'm just saying. What do you think you're doing in the game Sea of Thieves? Treat me like a pirate. <laughs> See, this is this is an episode we get in these things, bro. Where we we like it's like self sabotage. Uh, and I love it. I, I got, love it. It's I got like, technique dripping out my booty cheeks. <laughs> Start mix a lot of shit. We just gonna have to. It's gonna be what it is. This will just be some shit. This is well. You gotta listen to podcasts to get all this I'm, extra dumb. I was thinking about that that line though from Biggie where he says, "I got technique dripping out my booty cheeks." I was like, "Bro, you don't want that. You don't want it dripping out of your booty cheeks because if that's a thing, that that's just nasty. That's just that makes for a bad cleanup. You need a bidet, bro. You need a bidet at that point." Right. Um. So, yep. I also played a little bit of 2K. Let's get that out there, way. Um. And like I said, I just you're just you like I'm moving on. The, yeah. It's slavery. So what? 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 What you got? Man, I'm gonna play more Judgment. I keep getting distracted in that game. Like I keep going back to the main story, but then I get distracted by all these little side missions. Because you talk about Dragon Ball Z and the side missions not being that great. The the Judgment side missions are actually amazing. They're excellent. They're they're insane. They are insane. Some, the scope of those, from one where like you got to chase down this guy's wig. He's a TV star, and his like wig goes flying off. So you got to chase it down, and it gives you money every time you catch it. To like, there's another side mission where you go talk to this guy at a restaurant, and he's like, "Hey, we're trying to come up with an advertisement. Can you tell me what the advertisement should be?" I was like, oh, so you're just going to say, ask some random dude on the street what our advertisement program should be. Okay. So I answered him, and he gave me like 100,000 yen. And I was just like, thank you for like that. $12? What, what does that equate to in um, cryptocurrencies? I don't know. I've got like 2 million yen in the game. Four McRib sandwiches? All I can tell you is for the large health packs, they charge... I think it's 80,000 yen. Packs? I'm having ear trouble this morning, man. I did a lot. You did... The large health packs, not yeah, whole packs. I'm, I'm hearing lick titty caca earlier. Now, now I'm hearing motherfucking <laughs> whole packs. What's a whole pack? That is definitely a forty and slip from what the fuck I've been having going on for the past forty six hours. Yeah, I think anyway. so. 
I want to. Now I want to know what a hoe pack is. I'm just curious. <laughs> Tribe, that's up to you guys. What whatever a hoe pack is, you gotta let us know. Hey man, I got little ass braids on. That's part of the reason why I got this hoodie on. I don't have my hat on again this week. Like, but uh, my homeboy, not my homeboy. Correction, uh, my people was talking about they wanted to see me get extensions in my hair, to get like Takashi six nines extensions. Oh, okay, hair. yeah. I mean, go for it. I want to see it. I think that it's it's if you if it works, it works, right? I don't know. I don't know anything don't about know. hair. I don't know why I brought that up. I don't even know. I, like, I, and then, like, as I was, I was gonna go somewhere with it, and as I was saying it, it fucked me up like immediately. Like, why? Why did I bring that like up? I, like that, like that wasn't meant for me to say. Uh, I have anyway, not known and, anything about hair for seventeen years, so I'm just gonna say it. Oh, I really don't know anything about the hair. The post-apocalypse of your scalp. <laughs> I have to put lotion on it every day. There's nothing wrong with that, man. There's nothing wrong. At least you don't have like a misshapen head like mine. Um, <laughs> no, I've got a shape like an egg. My head shaped like an egg. It's it's, it's really the truth. It's... Both, both. I probably need to visit the church that you go to, man, and just meditate for a little while to center myself. So anyway, uh, judgment. That, that whole, ju- judgment. Judgment. I got you off track. I got you off track. Look, I know I've talked about this game a lot. But if you really are, like, just curious, I've never played a Yakuza game. However, this feels like a great jumping-off point to get introduced to the world because it's a full-on side story. Um, You know, it's going to be one of those that has a lot going on with it, and it may be overwhelming for some, but it's also got a very straightforward narrative. And it's got some really cool, engaging moments to it. And those side missions are just one of those really cool, like touches that they do where you're constantly either having to tell somebody like you're stalking people through the city trying to get information or you're flying drones near people's windows and like you're trying to get you're trying to like figure out where people are i just realized what i said uh and how that makes you sound in the game so basically you're playing a creep (laughs) (laughs) and then like one point you're accused of murder and it gets real dope and then at one point, like, there's this money collector in a side mission. He hires you to go beat up these Yakuza bosses and then bring them because they all owe him, like, 80,000 yen. So, you know, everybody relies on you in the game, and it's fantastic. Um, I definitely, if you're hesitant, though, it's, at, I think, twenty nine ninety nine right now. That's a great place to buy it. If, if you are into any type of long, extensive games that do a lot with their story and their side missions... This one is very interesting. I wish I would have gotten further in it before we did our top seven of the year because I think it would have been bumped up. It would have been it would have been said. close to number one. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> with how much I'm and enjoying that's what it. She said. Yeah. <laughs> I also one other game. I beat Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver this week uh, for the fourth four hundredth time on Dreamcast. That game's still great. That's another one. Does Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver count as a post-apocalyptic game? Because technically it's way in the future and there's time travel involved and vampires and you got no jaw and you can still talk. It's amazing. Um, I really Sad love how that many game. people are walking the streets right now <laughs> with their hope packs, with, with their hope packs, with no jaw. With no jaw. What kind of world are we living in? Bunch of jawless people. 
bunch of jawless people walking around with OPAX. That's what I want to see. That's my movie. I'm making that. That's the STT movie right there. I'm trying to put my whole pack together, man, and and, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. So if it's you know, oh god, this is this is such. Oops. Thank you for sticking with us, especially if you're on YouTube with this whole thing. Because you know, hey, once again, like and share too, so we can afford to 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 do better for you. So we can make it better, so we can have time. You know what I'm saying? To not live in existential dread and sneak up on metal. So it's metal this week, hey? It's See, heavy metal reason, this week. This is the reason why the doom clock is ticking closer because all it takes is a motherfucker to wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Have you ever seen the picture of motherfucking uh, James Brown after he got out of prison with his hair perm like that? A motherfucker, like, have you ever seen this shit? That all it takes is somebody to wake up on the wrong side of the bed and hit a button. Kim Jong-un, wake up, <laughs> feeling some type of way. Just mad, mad that it's Monday. That's what it is. He just, it's another Monday. Like, imagine Kim Jong-un is like Garfield. He just lives his life like Garfield. Just, Be um, careful. Okay, let's you know what I'm being thankful for China right now. Y'all need to lock down that Wuhan shit <laughs> again anyway. Motherfucker. Disney do- said, that, that Mickey Mouse motherfucker Shanghai Disney said no. No, this is the goddamn this is the Resident Evil finna pop off around here. What is what is her name? Mila Jokovic? Yeah. Where is this bitch at? We need her. Go what ask Capcom on? what to do. Go For ask real, Capcom. Immediately. Please. Immediately. immediately, man. So I mean, do you want to just get into like what's some of the games, some post apocalyptic games yeah, that yeah. connected with that you know that you fuck with? Like not necessarily a top seven list, but what's like a, a your list of kind of games that your go to's? Man, like the one that I wanna talk about that I feel is pretty underrated and didn't get a whole lot of attention or cred when it came out was, uh, especially for the, um, the, the car play, the actual car usage. And that was Mad Max. That Mad Max game was actually pretty good. I know it was on PlayStation plus. What was it last year? Yeah. Um, you know, that Mad Max game itself was actually a really good game, especially the, the, the different builds you can make with the car. The problem is, is that they tried to do it in this weird, like, I felt like the game suffered itself from trying that open world formula, and I feel like if they would have made it more story-focused, it would have been a lot better. Especially because those games, those movies, not those games, those movies themselves like really benefit from the, the, the narrative and the story itself. If you go all the way back to the first Mad Max in Australia, and then you do the Road, road Warrior, and you know, there's been four of them. Fury Road right, being that, the there's best. been like I think two reported cases of the coronavirus in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Speaking of the coronavirus, I always get on the uh, conspiracy message boards when stuff happens like this because I always curious right. to see what they said. And then the first post was like, "I told you China was up to something," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." Here's the conspiracy, Alex Jones, like. First they make- Shout out Alex Jones, man. It's been a minute, man. Shout out Louis Farrakhan for helping to protect us from Iranian supreme leader. But listen, um, I don't mean to be that. See, that's the it's the Stephen. He a. makes Heron the frogs gay. The <laughs> possibly, possibly they got front butts now. But look, <laughs> bro, check this out. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> bourgeois, whatever you know what he's saying. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. <laughs> I said bourgeoisie. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with us today, man? Again, again, for listening. If you still listen, I'm excited about the Sonic movie that's coming out. I need to go see Bad Boys as well. And I know we I all it's actually place, good. 
this is a this is one of those weird episodes from like throwback episodes where people would be like, "Hey, it's a good show. We we really enjoy it, but it really has no organization." Yeah, and it feels yeah. good to do this with you again, my friend. So it does, you know, for the STTOGs. Um, but yeah, man, that's a that game. That's a that's a good one. I mean, were there any other? Oh yeah, I got a lot, man. Like I just I thought we could just kind of ping pong back and forth. Um play the play the old ping pong conversation skill skill set. I'm, I'm losing it. That's the problem. I've been focused on I've been on the watching wrong thing. tennis all week. So let's ping pong this ball back and forth and send the balls over to your court and you can send the ball back. Bro, this is what happened. In the middle of us talking, I was listening to you, bro, but then I started thinking about this Wuhan shit and I'm just like, are these motherfuckers over here eating kaju? Is this some Pacific (laughs) Rim shit? Do we have to, do I have to be the last man standing? The one fixed point? (laughs) Like, not me, but us as as the tribe together. And then I forgot completely which which game were we just talking about, bro? Mad Max. Yes, Mad Australia, Max. Mad yes, Max. Mad yeah, Max. I mean that. See, but that's that's the problem with that game to me. It's forgettable. I tried yeah, it even yeah. for free, and it's like honestly, all jokes aside, it really is not. Like I got that one on my list. I mean, I'm gonna just run through a few games that I thought about yeah, real yeah, quick. So, Days Gone, Fallout, New Vegas, uh, or three, Mad Max, Last of Us, Far Cry, New Dawn, uh, State of Decay three. Resistance 3, Resident Evil, and in a weird way, GTA. I know that doesn't count as a motherfucking post-apocalyptic game unless you consider yourself a weapon of mass destruction. But those are like a, just like the auto off the top of the dome because it's, it's like a common genre. Um, and I do find it, it interesting. Like one side of me on the perspective of it, I'm just like, should I think part of it maybe people's fascination with zombies comes from fear of things like the pandemics. Then there's the flip side of it of maybe there's this idea of social restraints and being free from the restraints of society, the idea that apocalyptic... Hold on, pause this. Yes. My bad. I had locked the top lock. But yeah, it's the idea of an apocalyptic era wiping away social restraints. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's allowing this people idea. to do what the fuck they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, oh, okay. But so, I mean, can that be self-inflicted society as well? Like, Im- art imitating life or life imitating art type of thing. Also, like, technically, as far as video games as a medium, when you think about it, it's an easy way to strip down civilization. So, it's, yeah. I think it's, like, the easy go-to to kind of feed on it as. So, um, I don't know, like, what do you think as far as that? Like, why? what's what's your ideas on why people are kind of fascinated with that genre? Because, honestly, personally, I'm never, I never, like I said, I'm not into Resident Evil and shit like that. Like, I'm not really into, you know, post-apocalyptic shit like that. Like, talking about, I mean, just based on the history that I study, I, I joke and I just randomly throw out slavery. But, like, you know, and I hate I, don't, I hate to bring this up with just scope of perspective. It's just like, well, shit, the history that I've learned about, like, seemed like some apocalyptic shit to, to kind of climb up out of anyway. So I kind of stray away from that shit, unless it's really good. And I, I say that Days Gone was one of my favorite games of the year. Part of the reason why I was one of my favorite games is because I really am not really into those types of games. Yeah. Um, but so, I, okay, so for me personally, if it was one side or the other, okay, is it more so like social restraints or is it more so a fear of the inevitable, basically? I think I'm personally might, if I'm be honest with myself, maybe it is part of some of the social restraints and some of the shit that's put on us. As much as I love the conveniences of life, you know what I'm saying? It's like it is something... To think about, like, okay, I could just get up and just worry about surviving. I don't have to worry about my Instagram account. 
Yeah. I think you're I think I think you're on to it. I think it does have to do with the social and technological restraints. Even though technology has a tendency to make things better, if you will, um, it also does restrain stuff. I mean, you think about the 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 use of Instagram and the worry about what other people think of you on a regular basis. And if you're in a world of survival, you're not worried about that. You're worried of survival. You're worried about surviving itself. I went back and I did a little bit of research here just to kind of get into the head and the idea of why where the post-apocalyptic story really started. It, the very first, or the, the one that's considered the very first post-apocalyptic story came out in 1826 by Mary Shelley, and it was about a group of people trying to survey a, a plague-ridden world, which is what it was. But if you think about the 1800s and the Industrial Revolution and the way society was starting to build up, you have to think about the oppression that society does put on people as a whole, especially the more you talk about social standing and money and corporations as we keep getting further and further. There's something kind of a refreshing idea about the reset button. I mean, look at the end of uh, uh, what was it? The, the L.A. one escape from L.A., right? Escape from L.A., he goes into L.A., right, and he's got to save somebody, the president or whatever, but he gets that button, the EMP button. And Is that gets, the, can you dig it, or was that Escape from New York? That was Warriors. That was the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. I'm tripping. See. Yeah. Escape from L.A. Okay. was the one where he surfs, and he's on that, like, surfboard, yeah. and it's it's really crappy CGI graphics. Snake? Uh, yeah, Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. Snake fucking Plissken. Um, inspiration for Solid Snake. Tie it back to video games. Kojima. Kojima. Uh, Hiroshima. <laughs> fucking kaiju eating motherfuckers going around here kaiju passing out eating. goddamn pneumonia Ebola. Fuck. Around here, gonna be around here like a goddamn bubble boy pretty soon and shit. <laughs> Got niggas panicking and shit, sending me inboxes on my YouTube about a goddamn coronavirus. I drink Dosekis. <laughs> I love me some Dos Equis. Nah, this shit not funny, man. I hope it don't kill 65 million yeah, people. 1.8 yeah. billion, though. Thank God for Chinese restrictions. <laughs> you know, people people be tripping about, about personal rights and shit until somebody sneezes on them. <laughs> until somebody sneezes. Uh, but anyway, going back bad, to yeah, the bad. post-apocalyptic story. Um, I mean, I think it comes down to like why we named our group The Tribe. This concept of the bigger you get, the more easy, the easier it is to get lost in the shuffle and the easier it is to get like disconnected from the world. It'd be real easy for me, especially because of stuff that's on the, 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 the premise or the, the, the horizon here for myself to never connect with people again. If I really wanted to, you know, if I really wanted to just sit at home and play video games and sit in my underwear and eat chili and think about the time when I was 19 and go, oh, yeah, these crackheads kidnapped me and my friends. That was the last time I had human contact. I miss that. Yeah, let's think. Like, I could do that. I could do that in a heartbeat. All right. That started out as <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson. It ended up in, I don't know what that ended up in. I've, I've been down that road, though. We've been down there together. Um <laughs> You all right, brother? Yeah, I'm all right. You okay? I'm all right. You've been listening. To, you need to start. You we need to get you some metalocalypse. I can't never say the fucking word. Metalocalypse. Kind of like yeah, to level it, level the metal down, man. Is it is it that deep? What what's you need to switch the metal up? I'm just saying, bro. Like I see it. Like okay, I'm from Louisiana. 
And I think about when every time I think about apocalypse shit, <laughs> like real life, I think about like Katrina. And a lot of yeah, people stole yeah, TV. Sure. So I yeah. think there's hope there. I think there's hope there. Yeah. A lot of people did steal TVs. I mean, look, honestly, I'm twenty two years I'm thirty three, but if I'm twenty two years old and the apocalypse breaks out, I'm probably gonna run down to the GameStop and be like, Y'all gave me two dollars for my Xbox, I'm taking that shit back. I'm just saying, man, it's another way to look at that. Most of the motherfuckers on the big ass TVs look like they was using them as rafts. So I think it was just survival at the time and it was just a, a media spin. Shout out Alex Zone. The aliens are here. But uh I wanna live in a world where sand <laughs> no. becomes currency. Water world. Go see it. It's a good movie. I don't care no, what people say. No. Okay, E.T. is great, and you're not still in denial about Bill. I apologize, <laughs> man. We need to uh, we R.I.P. brother. R.I.P. Mike. Man. You know what I'm saying? I think I am too, man. We struggle. We, we struggle through together, and we rise up, and we find hope in it all. Like the Phoenix, um, and we'll never fly too close to the sun. Like the one guy that God of War, uh, Kratos ripped his wings off. <laughs> It was a good oh, game. Man, I love that fucking game. God man. of War 2 was a really good game. game. I kind of want to play God of War 2 again. You remember that was at the end of the PlayStation 2 life cycle and how beautiful that game looked? Absolutely, bro. Beautiful. That, that's the one That's the one that, that stapled everything. And, I mean, that's a motherfucker right there. His story of just – I know it's, they, they always criticize uh, Kratos for just not really having any – character to him basically until this recent game which is where i'm really glad that they they took the direction that they did in this most yeah. recent game to kind of fill him in but just the idea of his challenges and raising up from hell and becoming a god and it's still not being enough it's kind of you know it feels like that sometimes man so uh um but yeah like what what what's some other game because i kind of rattled through my yeah. list like what's some other games for post-apocalyptic shit that be having it on your mind <laughs> I really, 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 what stuck with me was the Metro series when I was thinking about this, because that was an interesting, different take, because it takes place in Russia. And, you know, I found that kind of a, a fascinating concept of, like, you're dealing with the idea of being, you know, your your father-in-law is this former high-up military guy in Russia, so you're dealing with, like, pride of country and, you know, pride of land during this whole apocalypse and what it makes, what it means for you. Um, you know, the last of us, of course, the state of decay was a lot of fun. Uh, state of decay two was the one that, uh, me and you played, right? That was the one we played last year. I, re I really enjoyed state of decay. Um, I really, really for the fun side of it though, the, uh, dead rising games, I always really enjoyed the dead rising games, the silliness of putting on like the mega man costume and just like hitting people with a guitar and listening to it. Just like, and just, it, it was amazing. Or like getting in the lawnmower and just like, get it, get it. And you just run the, the zombies over. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> you're just looking at me like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dear Todd, remind myself to leave, skip the tutorial. <laughs> um, you know, the no, bro. Fallout that New ain't Vegas. how that worked. That Fallout ain't how that worked. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's really like an innumerable amount because people really are obsessed with the idea of doomsday. Like what happens in doomsday? Do I survive? Do I come out on top? Do I get eaten first? Um, you know, I mean, it, it really kind of. But what I think makes games more interesting as a medium for that story or that storyline 
itself is your ability to play through it, to play through the survival aspect of it and what you would do. It's why you have all these games that have survival modes or these like survival games like Don't Starve and the survival mode in Minecraft. And, um, you know, there's, there's a couple other, I'm not thinking of rust and that one arc arc survival evolve. That's what it's called. Right. I never played that one. I think also, you did. You know, uh, yeah, I played a little bit, but it, I actually did. And I, I'm glad you reminded me. I play so much shit sometimes. I, I don't. Me too. It, you know, me like too. I say, some of this shit's just like, oh yeah, I forgot I did fuck with that. Not, not in depth enough to speak about it. But, um, one thing like outside of the games, what I did find this kind of interesting too. Because it ties into the games, like it does. It, it's more. It will fuck around, and seriously, it will be like art imitating life soon if we're not careful. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. But even in that, there's always hope. That's the moral to the story for me. Even as 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 dark as it is, I feel like the Green Lantern sometimes. But um, or like we should feel like that. Like there's always hope, man. The en- energy don't go nowhere. And this is all just metaphysical bullshit conversation and opinion any goddamn way. It's just fun to do it with you and enjoy it with the tribe. But from the article that you sent me about it, actually looking into it, I did. Well, actually, no, nah, it was a separate article that I read as far as this uh, subject, as far as like the the whole apocalypse and how it could come about. And a big part of it is cyber enabled disinformation campaigns going on. Yeah, and I find that kind of interesting, too. Like the fact that, you know, a lot of people are just trying to find information through just normal human conversations like ours across yeah. the board because there's so much weaponized misinformation that's going on where it's almost more honest in the media you know what I'm saying and, all, and, and, and other kind of shit like uh, the feeling that okay the whole nuclear bomb shit it, like looking into this it's like okay it's a treaty that's going to be over with with Russia in 2021 the last treaty called a new start treaty you know what I'm saying like you're looking into these types of things and it's just like alright so what if the shit did pop off like to get into yeah. that, like I said, like tribe, do we build a bootyest bunker? Well, <laughs> well, we have generators and shit, and we'll have cookies and punch. You know what I'm saying? And we need electricity for our games and for our cell phone chargers. Like, what are some? Do you have any ideas on ways that we would be able to better fit and survive, other than locking ourselves in a room, eating chili, playing a game, never talking to anybody, and sitting on our left hand? We would need each other. <laughs> right so you could do the stranger um <laughs> right but do you like what or do, certain do you circles it's like what what would be your move if the shit really did pop off and and we did okay. start have to have to put some move like like what's some suggestions you know what i'm saying to kind of wound this thing out first of all i'd be headed straight up to the mountains of arkansas where the ozark people live because um yeah they've been surviving for years without real society and so, you know, and they have plenty of spring water, man. That's not a bad of, idea. Plenty of That's spring good, water. Okay. Hit every okay. hit every don't hit the Walmart cuz everybody's going to hit the Walmart. Everybody's going to hit the Kroger. Find you a Piggly Wiggly. Nobody going to hit the Piggly Wiggly. Nobody going to think about the Piggly Wiggly. Hit the Piggly Wiggly. They got they got Piggly Wigglies in Dallas, Texas, and different places. I literally think that's part of, <laughs> of where the zombie apocalypse may start, though. So, okay, a true like, it's a, antibiotics. Get your antibiotics. You're gonna need them. Antibiotics, bandages, right. Neosporin. You can get food, but worry. Get the canned goods. Don't get the meat. Get the canned goods. Worry about the other stuff later. You're gonna need your your, your basics there. I don't care what antibiotic it is. If it ends in 
like amoxicillin, if it ends in the word cillin, grab it. Grab it. Because I promise you, you're going to get infected with something. You're going to get infected with something. I'm just gonna saying. Get the Dosekis virus. Gonna yep. Get the All right. Virus. Grab some mm-hmm. beer. Grab some beer. You know why? You're going to need it to relax, but they make good weapons. Beer bottles make good weapons. You can bust the side of them. I saw it in a movie once. A guy busting on the side, stuffed it in a dude's neck, and like blood started coming out, and it was a different, different thing. It was, right. It was right. a depressing That's movie. Right. Use all your movie knowledge in real-life situations in order for survival. <laughs> Got it. Use all your movie knowledge. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, those rules though. No, seriously but, though, the rules no, I, in Zombieland. I'm with you. Like the first thing you said though, I'm with you. All jokes aside, like we always we actually talked about this shit before. Get out of like one of the, one of the main things they say is get out of large cities. That's true. Yep. And it's weird because I would want to go north. The Jeremiah Johnson motherfucker want to go north and have my squaw in the mountains, and I'm not worried about shit, no coronavirus and nothing else like that. It sounds fun, but it maybe it's not nowadays. I like the YouTube. You know, it's kind of fun. If play you, the games. If you can but, survive in harsh cold weather or figure out a way, head up to northern Canada, man. Viruses and that stuff do not survive in cold weather. So see, you got to head dope. up there. That's what's dope. But see, but and my but on the real though, if like to legitimately feel like I could live off the land, I know plenty of places down south. So I guess it would depend on where to uh like in my hometown. So it depend on where the the crisis would break out. Yes, but just. Pretty much still, either way it would go, I think we got the right idea. Get the fuck out of large cities. Start a stockpile. Yes. Now. Like, get yes. all your guns. <laughs> yes. I've gone all the way on the other side <laughs> since you told me you was going to try to stand on top of me while I was sleeping with some old crazy shit. So I had to, yep, I got a minigun for your ass. Good morning, Todd. Because, <laughs> yep, you, maybe the epicenter is within you. No, but... uh. <laughs> Stockpile on. I, I saw something else interesting. Looking at this is like stockpile on seeds. Actually, like seeds would be seeds. a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Um, get some THC and of course, seeds. Like I said, I need some weed. Yeah, of course. Disinfect water. Get some bleach and shit like that. It's not that hard. Um, diesel vehicles would be real good. And I would need my UGK UGK riding dirty CD. Absolutely. I think we'll be all right. So I mean, that's pretty much. Uh, Here's oh yeah, question. one more thing, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a question for you. Yeah. What video game character would you most want to take into the apocalypse with you? What video Damn. game character? Oh, with me? Yes, with you. Like, if you could bring a video game character, and this is a question for the tribe, what video game character that you could bring out of the game with you in the post-apocalyptic scenario and world, which one would you take? Because I got my selection. I, I, Shepard. Shepard would be good. Shepard would be good. Since oh. we're just on the spot with whatever, I, I could... You know, Kratos, motherfucker. Um, Kratos. They're limited to human powers, though. So think about that. Let's let's put that rule on it. So, like, you can't pick supernatural. Well, you can, but they're still limited to, like, so it'd be like Kratos' human form. Like, the Spartan. Like, that version. Okay, so we, we, we were for real. All right, so it's like... Dead, dead, or, or or any kind of zombie movie, which motherfucker to help you survive? Yeah. You, what character would you bring with you? Well, tell me yours first since you proposed the question. All right. Give me a moment. Isaac from Dead Space. How much has that guy been through? He's an engineer. He can do some mechanic work if you need him to. And he's real good in terrifying situations. Real good because he's been through it. He's been through it. I'd bring Isaac from Dead Space. That'd be my guy. How about you? Right now, probably would be 
Kakarot. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Bring Kakarot with you. I could dig it. I can dig it. Order, order, order. U.S. motherfucking military, man. Shout out to our soldiers. Yes. Kill the virus. Kill them. Just shoot it. Shoot the virus. Do it. It, sh- it is like a fucked up game of checkers. It's just like, yeah, nuke them to get rid of the <laughs> Anyway, this has been a extremely depressing fucking show. The moral of the story is there's no hope. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. This is the last show. Fuck y'all. Good night. <laughs> Uh, no, no, we love you guys. We'll all survive together. Bob Gill. Shout out Bob Gill for his 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 uh in depth thoughts on Dark Siders Genesis. You know, talk about yes, point thank out the you. nature of it. I'm not looking at it right now. That was pretty pretty dope. Um, but no, seriously, at the end of the day, man, I think we just all have large dragon balls of hope. Um, more than we you know give credit for it you know what i'm saying you know because we the, all that really matters at the end of the day is this moment and if you're listening to this we talking we living things are all right things are cool we keep pushing man we do the best we can um you know and smile in the face of terror yes we're from, america. we're from america so remember if the apocalypse goes down everybody in the stt tribe meet up in flipping arkansas that's where i'll be. right that's the thing Let's equally start stockpiling our resources in case some shit go off. So, yeah, get in touch with us on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that like link. Go ahead, fuck with that. Hit us up on the website. You know what I'm saying? Shoot us the email so we can send out mass alerts like the Amber Alert around this bitch. Like the shit about to pop off. Bring your goddamn GBAs and your goddamn virtual reality boys and girls and all whatever. The f- you know what I'm talking about. Um, I love it. Bring your virtual boys. Episode. Bring me all your virtual your boys. <laughs> Whatever the, the fuck. You know what I'm saying? In the apocalyptic wasteland, the only currency is power gloves. <laughs> that would be some crazy shit, man. I wonder what the fuck it would be. It would always fall down to the roots. Shot, it really would. Be, According to Fallout, it's but, bottle caps. Nah, man, but I do have large Dragon Ball hope. Large Dragon Ball is full of hope. Me here, too. man. You know what I'm saying? We can. There's, there's always... There's always a way to uh, another way to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's bad. It is what it is. It's, the tragedy is unavoidable. But uh, you know, the universe won't stop. We still clicking. Things still, still going? pushing. We still going. Like I get to, right. Like I get a chance to do this on the other side of the universe. I love you too, baby. But uh, yeah. So you know, what other thoughts do you have, sir? Man, that's all I got. I just got a few wrap up here. Um, if you want to get in touch and let us know uh, what video game character you would bring, remember they have all their human powers. Hit us up at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, stt underscore pod at Twitter, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. You can go to the website, skip the tutorial podcast.com. We're still working on getting everything migrated over to there. Uh, that's for full episodes and video content. Check out our YouTube. Um, it's at skip the tutorial podcast on YouTube. So check that out. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble, stay humble, humble, humble bundle. Bundles of humble and get your whole packs nine ninety nine. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What are we doing? Oh man, uh, we're still doing it. Here we are. Good night. Good morning. Good day. Good day.